Welcome to Get to Know, a special edition of the One Pres Pod, in which we will have conversations with members and those affiliated with First Presbyterian Church. We'll hear their stories, learn about their faith, and talk to them about how they do the work of Jesus Christ in their lives. Join us. Hello there, this is uh, Reverend Tasha Blackburn, and I am here today with Lindsay Vickery uh, on another episode. Hello, Lindsay, of Get to Know uh, through First Presbyterian Church. I'm so glad to have you here today, Lindsay. I'm so happy to be here. I'm happy to uh, have a conversation in the midst of... uh... Oh, there's nothing going on in the world, right, Lindsay? Yeah, nothing. Absolutely nothing. (laughs) So I don't know what we're going to talk about, but well... (laughs) Now, we're going to talk about you. That's what we're going to talk about. Right. Because this is called Get to Know, and we want um, to have the opportunity for our members and for friends of the church to have the chance to get to know uh, different parts of our church. So, okay, I want to begin at the very beginning, mm-hmm. if I could. Uh, you're from Fort Smith originally, right? Yes. Okay, Born so and raised. Tell us a little bit about, um, tell us a little bit about what you've been doing in Fort Smith and what's gotten you to this microphone today. So I was born here, um, literally have been here my entire life. <laughs> um, <laughs> I went to little different little um, schools, elementary schools around Fort Smith. So um, you got kicked out, didn't you? Yes, I did. I was, <laughs> I was a bad kid. No, <laughs> I was actually student council president my sixth grade year at Woods Elementary. So um I went to Woods. Um, I, I went to Barling, actually, for a little bit, um, just for a couple of years. My great aunt was the literacy coach there, so but we weren't in the district, so we had to switch to Woods. And I really enjoyed being there. Um, one of my favorite teachers taught there. She's actually moving schools this year, which is kind of sad. Okay, you got to say her name. Miss Howold. Sh- Shout out to Miss Howold, fourth grade. Um, I don't know if that's what she's teaching now, but... Um, she is, I think she's going to cook, I think. But, um, yeah, so I, then I went to uh, Chaffin, and at Chaffin, for my seventh and eighth grade year, I would kind of blend it into the walls. I, I was very scared to be there, but my ninth grade year, I tried out to be the mascot, and I got be, I got to be the mascot. The mascot. So, yes, I think it was 2011, if you saw the cougar, the Chaffin cougar, that was me. I, I had a check lot of check your footage, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> check your yearbooks. Um, I had a lot of fun doing that. I think that um, that was a good way for me to be able to tie in like a lot of the things that I love to do with being the mascot, and then not and people knew who I was, but when I was the mascot, they some people didn't know. So um, that was fun. And then I went to Southside for high school, so um, graduated with honors at Southside. Um, I had been looking at different colleges out of state, out of town, but I'm a family-oriented person. Pretty much my whole family lives around this area, so I decided I would stay here and save some money, go to UFIS. So I got into UFIS. I actually did WOTC. It's a program for... um, Yeah, remind us what that stands for. I I think it's Western Arkansas Technical Center, basically, um, but it's like... it. So it gives you college credit for hours in high school so you can do half a day at high school and then half a day at college and that's what I did my senior year um I did a little bit of the medical program because it was free 
they kind of let me experiment a little bit with what I wanted to do and I sort of decided that's not really what I wanted to do (laughs) so I loved it so much but um I didn't study it so um I have also I have two siblings one is um a year and a half younger than me we're 16 months so almost a year and a half um she also went to all the same schools and my little brother who's five years younger than me he just graduated this year from Southside he's a baby he didn't get to have a graduation you know or prom but he doesn't care (laughs) he just wanted to get out less pressure yeah exactly so um they all were born and raised here as well so and they all went to the same call or um schools and high schools as me um so when I graduated when did you graduate I did I graduated from um high school at 2015 and then I went to college and I graduated in December this past December of 2019 wow so um and I think you also bought a house I did I bought a house this year so graduated college bought a house that's a lot of adulting it is (laughs) uh so it's been a big year for you I mean what what do you think you've learned about yourself in this past year I learned about life and adulting or whatever it's a lot of people that I've talked to while I was going through the process of buying my house I I didn't really feel like I mean I felt like an adult but I was I didn't feel like I was like yeah it's just it's just a thing people do and so when I was when I was buying my house I was telling some of my family friends you know I'm, I'm purchasing a home and they were all like oh my gosh you're so ahead of how many, you know, people that are your age are so ahead of that group? And I was like, really, no. I mean, I, I don't think so. So I think that I've learned in that aspect that I, I really do need to be a little bit more proud of myself and my accomplishments because I feel like what I've done this past year has just been part of life. You know, it's just something that everything do, everybody does. But not everybody does it at my age. Yeah. So, so what are you most proudest? Is that a thing? Most proudest. Most proudest. Of? <laughs> what are you most proud of when you look back over the year? You said, you know, I, I need to give myself a little more yeah. credit here. What well, what kind of stands out? I have kind of been through a lot this year. Um, I I am proud that I graduated from college. You know, I've got that out of the way. I've got all of those things out of the way but I think that the the thing that I'm most proud about myself is that I've learned how to be myself I've I've learned to be um alone I've learned to love myself a little bit more which is hard it's hard thing to do for a girl but not only a girl but just human in general we're always so hard on ourselves yeah so about anything and that's I'm very guilty of, of that um, but I, I've, I've become more myself, I think, and I, I, I'm, I'm proud of that. That is, that's a big deal. That's something to be proud of way more than a house, <laughs> way more than a, I mean, you're graduating into yourself. Right, exactly. Right? That's yeah. That's more yeah, important yeah, yeah. than any other graduation. I know I've, I've, I've often thought to myself on that being hard on yourself piece, you know, if you heard said aloud to, to anyone some of the things we say to ourselves mm-hmm. in our head yeah I mean the, it's you, you know you you'd lock that person up for exactly cruel behavior right exactly and yet we say it to ourselves yeah, yeah. every day 
every day. And we live with ourselves. Even, I don't care where you're sheltering in yeah. place. You are currently with yourself. With yourself, yeah. That also was another thing that I, you know, I always tell people um, at, at work, they're like, you know, are you, good, are you glad to be back at work? Um, because we had to shut down for two months. And I say, yes, I, I love being back at work. I'm, I'm glad I get to be around people, even though it is kind of like a stay six feet away from me, wear gloves, wear, you know, masks. But it is, it is nice. But I am thankful for those couple of months that we got to have with ourselves, so that I could do everything I needed to do that I didn't know I needed to do. That was. Yeah. Tell me, share a little more about that because even if you live with other people Mm -hmm. at this time, there's been a lot of alone time. Yes. <laughs> for all of us. And and a lot of opportunity, if we wanted to take it, when we've run out of Netflix and mm-hmm. scrolling mm-hmm. through social media, for reflection. Yeah. So what, what have some of your reflections been? Well, I, um, when I graduated, before I graduated, I told myself that I was going to write a children's book because I love oh. kids. And I've just... I've just always loved kids. Um, my mom is a preschool teacher for – she's still a preschool teacher. So I've just always been around that. Um, I've substituted at preschools and stuff before. So I – my great aunt was a literacy coach and, and has her doctorate in literacy, so children's literacy. So I talked to her about what I needed to do to start, you know, wow. start up a children's book. So she gave me some books and things to read. So I was doing that while I was um, in quarantine. Um I've started, I have a golden doodle. His name is Finley. Oh, my. He's a year and a half old, and he is the goofiest dog you will ever meet. Um, so I decided there haven't really been many books, and I, I just from what I've seen, of golden doodles. Mm-hmm. And he loves kids, and kids love the way he looks. He's just a giant teddy bear. So I thought, you know, what better to do than to maybe see if I can write a children's book about my dog, Finley. And so that's kind of what I've been thinking about. I've been, my favorite thing to do was take him outside in the morning, get some coffee, sit outside and just like watch him play and, and get my ideas going. That was my favorite thing. So So would you write it and illustrate it? So yes, um, I would probably choose the picture book illustration way. Um, There's certain things that you have to do with publishing. If you publish, they don't normally like let you pick the author or something about that. So my great aunt suggested picture books. So actually take pictures of him. And then, but I also have friends who are extremely good artists and are super talented. And they've said, I'm willing to like maybe do like a cartoon type character of Finley. And so I've I've explored some some options. Um, Have not completely, I'm not done yet. But you have a goal? You have a a timeline goal? I told myself just any time after I graduated, so not not right now, um, but I would I would like to get it done before the end of the year. So I've got I've got some time, but I need to I need to put it together. It's it's my ideas. I'll get an idea and I'll write it down. I'm like, oh, that's so cute, and then I won't think about it for for a couple days. Yeah. So you know. So okay, during this time of quarantine, you have been. Uh, writing and figuring out how to publish a book and mm-hmm. you know I've been doing the laundry yeah so <laughs> well, I, that's okay I didn't mow my lawn for like a month so. okay good well I would have maybe mowed your lawn and you could have uh, had even more that's pretty that's pretty neat yeah do you think there's been anything you've learned 
that you couldn't have learned in another time? I mean, obviously, you know, lay down the base of Mm -hmm. we wish this hadn't happened. Right. Greatly grieved by the number of deaths. And all of that is true. Mm -hmm. But are there things you have found that you learned about yourself or learned about the world that you could not have learned? Yeah, no, I I definitely think that is very true. Um, I loved the first couple weeks. It was nice to be just alone. I have a roommate, but she is never home. Love her. (laughs) So I was alone um, with me and Finley. So it it was nice. It was definitely nice to be able just to like the first couple of days. I was like, I'm going to wake up early or I'm really going to sleep in. I'm going to relax, you know. Um, It was very upsetting to hear that we were closing. We didn't know anything about finances, you know. And you worked for a store in the mall. Right. Yeah. 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 I've I've actually worked there since I've graduated from high school. So it's been – I took a year off to go explore some other options, but um, came back to finish my degree. Um, And so, yeah, they were were extremely – empathetic for us and they helped us out a lot which which helped a lot but I I did I took the first couple maybe even the first week just to relax and sleep in and then the second week I decided that I was going to go through everything and clean you know everything (laughs) but while you know you you do have a lot of time to think when you're the only person in the house um and of course I'd go visit my family you know every night have dinner with them or something um but it's, yeah, I, I really do, I think, and that's why I think I'm thankful for, like you said, I'm, I'm, I'm very sad that this happened. I'm very, there's a lot of people I know that were affected by it negatively, um, but I, I do think that there was a lot of, and everybody that I've talked to that has said, that I've said that to, has, has agreed, you know, they're, they're happy that they've got to spend the time, the extra time with their family, that they couldn't. A lot of moms that I know that have to work from home yeah. now have that whole day with their kid, even though they're annoying them all day long. I you know, know, but that's it's, called family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I think that there was, there were definitely a few things that I realized, um, while I was just home alone. Um, what's one of them? Are you willing to share? Yeah. Um, and I'm really trying to think. Um, I, I just, I, I like, lately, I've been thinking about, like, how hard I am on myself. It's something that I yeah. really have always struggled with. Um, I've always been a people pleaser. So if I'm not pleasing people, then what am I doing? You know, I need, yeah. to, I need to figure out something. To, how do I make people proud? How do I make them happy? And so... Um, well, and if Lindsay hasn't pleased someone, is Lindsay still Lindsay? Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, yeah. So, and that's some, yeah, it's it's my personality. It's always has been. So, I think that um, that's something that I got to focus on. Like, you need to do something for you. You need to, yeah. you need to, like, you need to um, reward yourself for once, I think, instead of trying to, get a reward from rewarding other people you know so I think that's definitely one that I've I've thought about like a lot of things that I've done even in the past year that have that I've done for other people and not me so doing more for me I think and that's um that was a big one I think that was the biggest one that I've that I thought about yeah 
and a process. It is. It's a lot to <laughs> unfold. It is. <laughs> it's not going to be turning the page and yeah. going, well, done with that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's not but it fixed is tomorrow. turning a page. Yeah. So. Yeah, it is. It is. Okay. Can I – thank you for being so yeah. honest, by the way. Uh, okay. Can I – I'm going to switch the subject a little bit because – some of our listeners might be thinking, gosh, I know I know Lindsay, but how do I know Lindsay? <laughs> and and they're racking their brains right now, and we're all tired. We can't rack our brains yes. for long. So uh, so most of our, especially our sanctuary service, 11 a.m. service folks, know you uh, from singing in the choir yes. and from your beautiful voice. <laughs> and so I wondered if we could talk about that for a few minutes. When did you know that you had a gift for singing. How did that begin? Well, when I was a very little baby, um, my great-grandma would, I think I was about one or two, I was able to stand up, but not very barely alone. Mm -hmm. She would put me on the little tile, and she would hold my arms up, and she would sing this song. It was called Tea for Two, and I would tap dance on the, the tile while she was singing that. And so, um, I think she's, she always said right before, like, even up until she passed away, um, two years ago, she said that I've always been a performer always. And I, I, I honestly believe that because <laughs> I've always been, this is my spotlight, you know, um, I started singing at a very, very young age. I was in church choirs from before I was in kindergarten. Really? Uh-huh. Um, my grandma sings and plays the piano. My great aunt sings at First Methodist. And so, um, I have a whole family. They're not extremely musically talented, but they, they all sing. And so, um, I just kind of grew up uh, around it. And, um, when I was, like I said, I was, I was, before I was in kindergarten, I grew up in church choirs singing. Um, I didn't always love it. I didn't always love it. I never really had an appreciation for it until I got older. But when I discovered musical theater, is that I think, when the shift happened? Yes, I was in. I was six, I think, when I did my first musical. Really? Uh huh. Do you remember what it was? It was um, Broadway to Hollywood. It was at the Alma Performing Arts Center, and I was. And I never heard of this this woman or this TV show before, Laverne and Shirley. Oh come on! Yeah, I love Laverne. And I know Shirley. it yeah. was like a Broadway melody type thing, and yeah. I was Laverne. Of course, I had the L on my shirt. My name yes. is Lindsay, so yeah. I wore the shirt. <laughs> And um, we had to skip across the stage singing the theme song. And so um, that was so fun. And I met a lot of friends that I am still friends with today. And so, um, and that continued to do theater with me through all of this time. Um, So I started that. And when I got to junior high, um, that's when I actually got to join a choir at school yeah so I got to do it other than like only on Wednesday nights um so I did and I think that's when my appreciation for choir really went um a lot higher than it was before I I always I always liked choir but I didn't love it I loved musical theater and so then I got to join a choir with my school and actually when you're in elementary school and there's no choir at school it's not cool and you want to be cool yeah. in elementary school. Yeah. So, you know, that kind of thing. But it was cool in junior high because a lot of people wanted to do it, you know. So it was finally something that I was able to relate to with other people because nobody 
at my elementary school did musical theater or cared or did any type of theater. So, and we didn't have any of those programs at school. Um, So then when I got to high school, it was really cool because everybody did theater, you know. So, um, yeah, I think that I, I've always been a singer, but. When did you, or have you had that situation where you felt like you came into your voice? Oh, yeah. Has that happened? Oh, yeah. When does that happen? I took some voice lessons when I was younger, uh, mostly just because I was trying to discover, like, what type of voice that I had. Yeah. Um, I think that I definitely, definitely developed in junior high, for sure. Um, That's when I noticed a change. Like, my mom had already noticed it. But for me, when I would sing in junior high, I actually would think, okay, I'm, I'm kind of good. <laughs> I'm kind of yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm better than a car singer. Exactly. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm definitely better than my mom. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's the only level that matters. Yeah. yeah. So um, I think that junior high for sure. I stopped taking voice lessons. Um, I did a few here and there. But um, uh, choir, school at you know, and, and of course in high school and, and even when I was in college, I did um, some of the musical programs at UFIS um, that really helped me. Mm-hmm. And so I, I definitely noticed a change from high school to college, too, because there were a lot of things that I did that I was just like, I can do it. I know I can. I'm not I'm just I'm just going to do it. And I did it and it worked. And I was like, OK, this is good. So um, I just I, I think. Yeah, just I, I just want to keep growing, even though I have no career in yeah. music. Um, I never want to lose it, to yeah. you know, for lack of a better word. Um, I love singing. It's it's been something I've done my whole life. Yeah. So and I've really never had to put extreme effort into it, which is why I I've always loved doing. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> it's always kind of come a, a nice little benefit. easy to me. Yeah. yeah. Well, thinking about that, you know, when something comes to us naturally, you know, one of the first things we would say is, well, that's a God-given gift. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because it did come naturally. You didn't have to work at it. And yet it is something you have to practice. You Mm -hmm. do need to participate in a choir. That's only going to help. It's only going to help you grow. Mm -hmm. So I, when I think about those sort of natural gifts or what we would call God-given talents, I always think of... Like, how does that relate in a person's life to call Yeah, and to God's call on their life? Because you were born with this. Right. And so, I mean, what are your thoughts around, if I have this gift that I was born with, how does that interrelate with what God wants for my life? How does that mm-hmm. interrelate with what I think God is doing in my life? Right. What are your... Well, um, a couple of years ago... I decided I wasn't going to participate in choir anymore. I was just kind of done. Um, I had quit at UFIS. I was going to focus on working and finishing school. And immediately after I dropped the class, I got a call from Jenny Law asking Uh-oh. if I would dun, dun, dun. <laughs> asking if I would join this choir three years ago. And I said, Sure. Why not? You know, I, sure, I just quit. All yeah, I just quit. I just decided that I was just going to quit. Done. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think about that a lot. I think about that. Um, I definitely believe that that was obviously meant to happen. I think that that um, 
helped me because I, I have, there's a, there's a lot of times that I've had such a bad day at work, at school, at home, anything with myself, right? Yeah. Yeah, Just a rough day that I've come to church choir and gone home happy, you know, Mm -hmm. just, just because of the people, just because of the music. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, the music, you know, it hits differently when you're in a mood like that. Um, the words, the lyrics, the music in general. Um, there's a lot of things that I tie hymns to because I grew up in a um, traditional style church. Um, a lot of people that have passed away that I've tied that that type of music to or uh, those those words to. Um, I've I've always thought that I I've always been thankful for being able to sing the way that I can because it, it like you said it's it's hard for a lot of people and it's it's a it's a lot of work it it could be a lot of work for me if I wanted to pursue that as a career but I do it for fun and I do it because I'm able to and I feel like yeah it's almost like it's been given to you to bring Lindsay joy right and it and it really does there's a lot of times that I'll just um listen to you know I'll, I'll pull up my favorite hymn or I'll have my grandma play a certain hymn and just sing to it on yeah. you know we go up I my grandparents live in Alma and we go up there every Sunday um, because of the coronavirus we haven't been able to do that recently but that we just I mean it, it's I, I really cannot count how many times that I have literally said I cannot tell you how thankful that I am for being able to sing because it is I really do feel like it is the way that I even though I can't go out sometimes and and you know read scripture to people or things that I probably should be doing um I am able to sing his word on Sunday and so that's 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 that is the way that I feel like I can portray his his the gift he gave me or you know his word and that's that is what I've always been thankful for. I've always thought about it that way. I have long thought of hymns and other church songs as, you know, it is some of the best uh, faith teaching we have. Mm-hmm. And it's set to a tune. Yeah. So it helps you remember it. Exactly. You know, exactly. So like, <laughs> when we can't, if we can't quote scripture and verse or whatever, mm-hmm. a lot of us can, still... can recall the first verse of a favorite hymn. Right. You know, yeah. I mean, we really can't. And that's, Christian teaching there uh-huh. yeah set to a tune yeah for so your it's use easy for you yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay well I, I I have to ask because kind of two two questions around uh first prez because mm-hmm. you've ex- you've you've talked about joining the church and you know if we yes. ever have in person right again right. I will very much look forward to that Lindsay <laughs> to you joining the church we would love to have that um so I want I'm wondering if you could tell share two different pieces of maybe the same coin mm-hmm. one I kind of want you to poke at us a little okay. or not even poke but have some fun with us mm-hmm. if you have any kind of funny story of something that's happened in your time here and then also kind of the you know then then we'll end a little more meaningfully maybe okay. of of uh something that's become important to you okay um about participating so do you have any I I want and I want you to name names well (laughs) let's see something funny that's happened here um 
Well, if, this is going to be kind of choir based. Fine, excellent. Just because I am always there. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he's listening. I doubt he is. <laughs> Ronnie McLeod. Uh-oh. I miss him. I haven't Calling seen him out. in months. Um, he is our choir president. In air quotes. Just ask him. <laughs> yeah. Um, he does a great job He's for us. He's not going to want those air quotes. Oh, no, he doesn't want those air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> he does a great job for us. He keeps everybody in line. Um, I do remember the first couple of rehearsals that I ever came to um, back in, like, 2017. Um, <laughs> he was giving people detention. <laughs> he was saying, detention, you got to stay afterwards, you know, all kinds of stuff like that. And I was thinking. For what? Talking? For talking during uh-huh. rehearsal. Yeah. For or, yeah, yeah. Or getting things wrong repeatedly. <laughs> Funny things like that. Um, <laughs> a lot of the women like to like to talk down in the alto section. Of course, we sopranos do as well. <laughs> oh, those altos. Yes. Those sopranos, yeah. <laughs> um, so what did t- detention in- involve? Honestly, Nobody no one listened knows. to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Nobody knows just, or listened. He was just handing out He was just handing and, out detentions, and no, right? And he had no yes. authority. Yes. Um, <laughs> he, yeah, he had no no jurisdiction. Um, <laughs> but that was, at, that was at that point I was like, what did I get myself into? I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> but uh, over time, obviously, it became a huge joke. So everybody started giving out detentions to him even. And to, to see his reaction to that is, is really, really funny. Um, usually it has something to do with well you can't give me an attention I'm the president you know stuff like that um that's great so but he he does talk a little bit so you know he's you know he's guilty he needs a detention um (laughs) well and you that is a that's a funny thing in any group because you don't want a group that doesn't want to talk to each other exactly yeah well we have the whole week to share things that have happened with us yeah be talking yeah yeah it is Uh, honestly sometimes that's the best part of the rehearsal is just be able to talk to the, the women and, and everybody in it um, and see what's what's been up for the past couple of days with them, you know, yeah. and, and and they've always asked me about my schooling, my job, everything like that. I've had a few ladies um, walk the mall and come visit me. And um, just recently, Linda was walking and I saw her and we were like, Linda hey, Hope. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, that's great. So we got to see each other for a little bit. Um, but yeah, I think that that's really that's been one of the funniest moments. That is great. That's great. I like <laughs> that you name names too. Yes. So okay. So then, what about kind of the other side of that coin? Um, you know, you gosh, I can't believe you said it's been three years. It's been it three has. years. So what's kind of become important to you as you look back over the time? What's become important to you in the church, in worship? in your faith, kind of in that whole broad category, what? I think that the... Especially now that we don't have it. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. And, and it, I feel like there's a missing part of my week. Yeah. That's Sunday mornings have always been the best way to start my week because yeah. I've always been so busy with school, working full-time, working, you know, doing school full-time. Sundays were, for me, most of the time, Sunday mornings at church were for me to be able to do just sit and listen, you know, mm-hmm. sing a little bit um, and be able to soak up everything that you guys say. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's always like the best way to do it because you can just sit and listen. You don't have, nobody is requiring anything of you other than just to sit yeah, and reflect a little receive. bit. Yeah. You can actually receive Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so that for me has always been a Sunday morning. You know, you wake up, you drink your coffee before church, you come to church, you robe up, you practice, and then you get to listen. And um, most of the time, if not 99.9% of the time, it always affects something that I've been through that week or something that I will be going through. Um, so to be able to reflect on that and be and listen, it's it's always really really nice. It's it helps a lot. I think it's it's a jump start to the week mm-hmm. for me. So I think, yeah, that I, I've always I I took a like I took a break from church for a little bit because I was so busy. But before I came here, um, and I'm I as soon as I came back, I knew I missed it because yeah. it's just something that you really can't even explain. Um, you just, you, you didn't know you needed it, but you did. It's like when you haven't had water for a couple of days. Right. I'm yeah. not a water drinker, so I yeah. can't say this. And you're like, what is wrong with me? And then, I mean, not a couple of days, but you know, and then you have a glass of water and you're like, oh, oh I that's, was thirsty. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's wrong. Maybe I shouldn't oh, be doing that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's that's almost exactly like that. how it is. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really is. It's very refreshing. Very oh, look refreshing. at you. You worked in a, a water sort of liquid uh, reference. Pun. Well, you're giving me something to look forward to. I mean, I yeah. look forward to the day when we are, are able. doing that again, and mm-hmm. we're able and um, and can worship together. We've 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 tried some other things, and, mm-hmm. and they are great gifts, right? You know, in the stop to stop gap, but it's not the same. It's not the same. You, yeah, you know, it's as not. you're describing it, you mm-hmm. know, you cannot do that any other way. Yeah, but together. And there's just something about being able to look out in the sanctuary and see all of the the lights coming through all of those windows mm-hmm. those glass windows and the organ you can hear you know you can feel it and it's you it's feel like, it in the yeah glass, i do you? i in do, I feet, do. <laughs> you feel it you're in your feet and in your seat <laughs> yeah you feel it well i love it you're giving us all something to look forward to Lindsay. i, I really, I really am it. i can't wait for can't for wait the day either. i know <laughs> thanks for spending some time with yeah, me today i really appreciate it This has been our Get to Know Opportunity with Lindsay Vickery. Have a good day, Lindsay, as good as possible. Yeah, I'll try. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for listening to Get to Know, part of the One Prez Pod. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you find podcasts. And check out the church's social media on Facebook and Instagram. You can visit the church's website at oneprez.org. Thanks for listening. Until later, peace.